This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Trump administration's shakeups of the inspector general community have caused a stir on Capitol Hill. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley warns he'll put two presidential nominees on hold until the White House answers some questions about the removal of IGs from the State Department and the IC. And top Democrats in the House have introduced a bill limiting the grounds for a president to remove an IG from office. For more on what the shakeup means for IGs and for oversight, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with the former National Reconnaissance Office IG, Eric Feldman. I think that very few people today are going to be willing to come forward in the way that they used to. I think that there's already a chilling effect in most federal agencies. The second type of chilling effect is, is the IG going to take on those tough issues, those issues that affect operation of the agency rather than just peripheral financial and operational issues. I mean, IGs do a lot of other things other than big investigations. They do audits of contracts and audits of programs and expenditures. You can spend an entire career as an IG not touching anything controversial. And today, given what's happened, why would an IG want to tackle tough issues, allegations against the agency head, or issues that get to the very heart of that agency's performance? I think there's a disincentive to do that because we have not demonstrated that we can keep the IGs safe and independent. We've talked a little bit about SIGI, the government-wide council of IGs, more than 70 members on that council. On some of these very issues that we've been talking about, they have come together and been a united front in speaking on behalf of oversight and IGs. But given where we are in just the shakeup with IGs currently, do you see SIGI and this council of IGs having power numbers and speaking up for each other just given where we are right now? Given where we are right now, I don't know how effective that is, and they have to make their own judgment. You know, individually as members of SIGI, if they're part or signatory to some kind of statements or uh, pronouncements that come out, will that render them less effective in the agencies in which they're working? And only individual IGs can make that judgment. It's a very personal thing in each agency and how an IG develops an ability to be effective and relationships with the director. Regardless of who the director of the agency is, an IG is only as effective as the strength of his relationship with the head of that agency, ultimately. If you really measure effectiveness, not just in terms of an investigative report and identifying wrongdoing, but effectiveness in identifying those processes and procedures that need to be strengthened to make that agency more effective in spending taxpayer dollars. And that has to be agency by agency. I do see a potentially greater role, and maybe even by statute, with IGs policing themselves. And in the intelligence community, the way we used to do it, we had a group of intelligence community IGs that did peer reviews on one another on a regular basis. And the SIGI, I believe, does that for the non-classified intelligence community IG group. But if there are allegations against a particular IG not meeting his or her responsibilities, acting without integrity or violating some rule, those can be effectively investigated 
by other IGs. And then you would know whether it was true or not and whether politics intervened in that allegation or not. And that could be built into this process of removing IGs, requiring an independent review by another IG office to determine whether that IG's performance has been somehow deficient that would require a consideration of removal. If employees with concerns, if they see something and they'd like to say something and they fear going through the legitimate process, walk me through some of the concerns of if employees don't trust the process. It could be very disruptive. So the vast majority of issues that are brought to an IG don't result in a uh, complete investigation. And many of them, a good number of them, are not substantiated ultimately. There may be just employees' perspectives that are not complete. They observe some things that look suspicious that might not have really been a crime or inappropriateness being committed because they don't have all the information. The purpose of the IG is to take the allegation and evaluate whether there is sufficient and credible evidence to do a complete investigation and then whether that allegation is ultimately substantiated or not. If every allegation that employees had immediately went outside the agency to congressional committees or to the press, you would have just so many sensationalized issues that are not based in fact. And it's really the IG that is there to determine whether there is fact surrounding people's allegations. And it's an orderly and I think a very efficient process if it's done right. But people have to trust that the IG is going to keep their identity anonymous if they so choose, uh, that the IG is going to do an independent, objective review and that it won't be politicized, and there won't be outside political influence, and that the reporting that the IG does will result in something, whether it's action against a particular employee or it's substantial change to a process, a procedure, a way of doing business. They want to see results. And if they don't see results, then they'll go outside to other organizations at times to get attention on their particular subject. A benefit of the IG is that the IG, by way of its operations and its design, is not a political partisan. They're not supposed to be looking at allegations and doing investigations and audits through the lens of any particular political point of view. And honestly, I can tell you in all the years that uh, I served in inspector general positions and as an IG, ultimately, I never saw the process politicized. These are good people that are very, very committed to doing the work that they do because they thought that they had a statute behind them that enabled them to do it. Once they start thinking that their job could be at stake, their reputation, their career more than the job, then who knows? what kind of damage that could do to the effectiveness of this whole function that we set up. 
Eric Feldman, the former National Reconnaissance Office Inspector General, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.